From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father John Berteo, and today, our homilist is Deacon Mike Walsh. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from, from our donors. First is the Holy Spirit Parish in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, for the intentions of their parishioners, especially those who are homebound. The second are the children of Catalina T. of San Jose, California, in loving memory of their mother Catalina, on her second death anniversary today. In remembrance of their father, Matthew, brother Cornelius, and other deceased relatives and friends, and in thanksgiving for blessings received and for the daily TV Mass. This Mass is also made possible by the generous contributions of the daily TV Mass community. We thank you for all of you for your support. During this month, we pray for all of those on the Daily TV Mass, especially our Daily TV Mass community, who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, and spirit, that they may find relief and healing through Jesus the Christ. Our thanks to all the donors for the gift of this Mass that we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the community of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. On this beautiful Saturday of February, we pause for a moment to celebrate the Eucharist in honor of our Blessed Mother, and of course, always keeping her son, Jesus, at the center. And to do that in a proper manner, we acknowledge forgiveness of our failures. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart, Lord of mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ of mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who chose the Blessed Virgin Mary, foremost among the poor and humble, to be the mother of the Savior, grant we pray that following her example, we may offer you the homage of sincere faith and place in you all of our hope of salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of James. My brothers and sisters, are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgotten. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. 
The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and is brought back by another, you should know that whoever brings back a sinner from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The people were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. 
do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And Jesus took the children up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, Jesus says, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. When I uh, got the date that I would be here, so honored to be here to preach this homily, I looked up the readings, uh, as is our custom, and I looked at them and I found this gospel. And it brought a smile to my face. This gospel from Mark is very important to me. It's one of great significance. See, I've been a deacon now for, I'm in my 18th year. And every, um, since the very beginning, right from that very first Sunday when I was asked to come and uh, baptize children, um, and I did the math quickly in my head. I come from a very busy parish, uh, lots of young families, and so baptisms are always large and enthusiastic at our parish. We have to cap it at 10 per weekend. Now, we don't always get 10, but when there's 10 in the, in the church, I can tell you it's a bustling place. And I figured uh, in my, over my 18 years or so, I baptized probably in excess of 1,000 children. And uh, now they come up to me. Some of them are over, uh, their, well, the oldest would be 18, and they're about six foot four. So I look up at them. Uh, so they've gone from these babies into these, many of them fully grown. And ever since that very first baptism, I've always used this reading. It's the only one I've ever used. And I was attracted to it for a number of reasons. You know, when you look at the celebration, uh, the liturgy of baptism, they give you a number of suggestions. And I was reading through them. I really focused on this one, and there's really three reasons. The first is probably the most obvious, and you probably can see it. It's short. One of the interesting things about doing baptisms is that, as I mentioned, there are people, uh, you know, sometimes a lot of them aren't used to coming to church, right? And when I look down at the parents, their most important job uh, you would think is to be fully immersed, obviously, in the sacrament and everything. But no, it's trying to keep this little baby quiet for 45 minutes. One of the things you learn as a parent yourself, there is no absolute way that you're in control of the situation. Right? So I often see the baby squirming. They want it or hungry. And I tell the parents, listen, if they start to cry during the celebration, let's just consider that them praying. And I had a pretty good track record of how all 10 of them praying by the end of the baptism. But if your child, I tell them, is a really good prayer, please feel free to get up and walk around. And so I'm watching them and this challenge of trying to keep this baby quiet for 45 minutes. So this reading has the benefit, of course, of being short, but that doesn't mean it's not full of meaning. It's one of the most meaningful passages, at least to me, because I've, I've been with it so many times. And so one of the things I tell them after I read this short gospel, come, there's a time for the short homily, I say to them, this story is very impactful. And one of the most important roles in the story, the most important characters in this story, you never even hear about them. As a matter of fact, without these characters, this story doesn't happen. 
And so I can see the ones who aren't trying to keep the child under control. They look at me terrified that I might ask them a question, right? But I say to them, listen, the roles that are in the gospel, of course, are very obvious. There's Jesus. There's the little children. We see the apostles who try to keep the little children away. And Jesus says, becomes very indignant. And I say, if you don't know what the word indignant means, you just haven't been a parent long enough yet. You will learn that, right? But he gets angry. He says, no, let them come to me. But this whole story does not happen unless there's someone to bring the little children to be there in the first place. And I let them know that today, however you got here, parents, grandparents, godparents, however you got here, to this church, to this day, at this moment, you are the ones who have brought these little children to be embraced by Jesus. I tell them as we go through the sacrament about the actual symbols, because again, they're very distracted. There's the symbols of the anointing, the signifying the presence of the Holy Spirit and the one who's about, not, not before, there's one before, the catechumens, but afterwards, this anointing signifies the presence of the Holy Spirit and the one who has been baptized. There's, of course, the water, which is this great symbol of rebirth. Jesus coming up out of the water and the voice opening up saying, this is my son, this is my child with whom I am well pleased, the beloved. And then there's the symbol of the candle. If you've been to a baptism, you know, we light the candle, we give it to the godparent, we say, receive the light of Christ. It's so important that they keep this candle burning out there in a world that wants to put it out. But then there's another part in the reading. You probably heard it. And Jesus says, listen, you're here today. And he really says to the parents, to the godparents, to all the young ones that say, listen, this gift of this child really is a gift to you because unless your own faith becomes like that of these little children, it'd be very hard to get into the kingdom of heaven. So what does he mean by that? Well, you know, if you really look at yesterday's gospel reading from Mark, Right? We see that Jesus, just before this, is confronted by the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are trying to trick him with this question about divorce. And Jesus says, listen, Moses wrote this law because he knew you had this hardness of heart. And isn't it true, as we get older, sometimes we become a little bitter, perhaps we become a little hardened in our views. And when we have children and grandchildren... The great gift is to see their openness of their hearts, their willing minds to be, their teachable minds, and they are able to accept and trust even in scary situations. And this really gets us to the first reading. Are we open enough to trust enough in God, in Jesus, to face these scary situations? James in the first reading says, are any among you sick? Are any of you suffering? And sometimes when we're sick and when we're suffering, it's very hard for us. But really, the challenge of the first reading says, listen, if you're sick and you're suffering, be open and really let God embrace you just as Jesus did. And he will bless you and he will help you to move through it. You will be anointed and they will raise you up. And really, that is what the call is to allow ourselves as we get older to be open to this loving power of God, to really believe in the promise of our own baptism. So at the moment of our suffering, the moment when we might be sick, perhaps even at our own death, 
when you celebrate a funeral, what's the first thing that's waiting for you when you come into the church? The large candle, the same candle at your baptism. Because the promise made to us in our baptism is fully, is fully given to us in our own death, the promise of life everlasting. And we need to be like these little children, believe in that and trust in our God. Because even if we're suffering and in pain, that's what allows us to go out into the world in peace, to love and serve the Lord. God bless. So join me now in our prayers of faith. We offer our prayers for our children and our grandchildren that they find their way to the loving embrace of Jesus. This we pray to the Lord. For parents and grandparents and godparents, that they may make time in their lives to bring the little children to Jesus. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, And And following the lead of James in our second reading, we offer our prayer of faith for our brothers and sisters among us who are suffering and the sick, that they may find comfort in the anointing with the oil of Christ's love. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And Heavenly Father, hear our prayers of faith, which we bring to you this day as your children. And we do this in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for if you couldn't have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Through the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for with you goodness have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit, I sacrifice this Lord, wash away my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. <clears throat> Pray that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, the offerings of our devotion, and grant that we who celebrate your Son's work of boundless charity may through the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary be confirmed in love of you and of our neighbor through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our deed and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, and to praise, bless, and glorify you on this, on this feast day of the Blessed Virgin Mary. For by the foreshadowing of the Holy Spirit, she conceived your only begotten Son, and without losing the glory of virginity, brought forth into the world the eternal light, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim Worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and into willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of, the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer your Lord the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring us to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints you please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coheres to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever, and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. To the kingdom, power, and the glory. 
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant your peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's pause for a moment and think of someone you want to be at peace with, that that peace of Christ may flow from you to each one that you are thinking about in a special and virtual way, as that mine is to you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter into my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ bring me to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Grant to your church, O Lord, that strengthened by the power of the sacrament, she may eagerly walk in the pathways of the gospel until she reaches the blessed vision of peace, which the Virgin Mary, your lowly handmaid, already enjoys eternally in glory. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Amen. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. <laughs>